back with Vershawn Jackson. Sponsored by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Rico, we got my guy? We yeah, got I'm the big fella? Oh, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't turn him on without the music. Don't do that. Yeah, you think I could you think I could have blocked character? Uh, a few times. <laughs> Out of ten? I don't, I don't yeah, I I could just because I was gonna cheat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna try to fake him up top and then cut him down. He had the biggest arms in the league, I think. Yeah, for a while. Listen, that's what I'm he saying. Been I don't worried about me, What is this? Different Adam character lot? It's a different one. It's Goldberg good to Without further ado, live, we're live from Wingstop. But we brought in Adam character live. Adam, what's up, big fella? Give it to me. Opening statements. Vershawn, did you know that we now have beef? Did you know that? Beef. Beef? Uh-oh. We have beef. Dude, they, listen, tell me why we got beef between me and you, big fella. Because you forgot to call me. I, I answered the phone, and your producer's like, Rashawn, forgot to call you, man. I'm like, all right. Offensive guys just think they're better than defensive guys. I know how it is. I told him, Adam, to call you. So he, he forgot. I told him. I said, hey, this is you got Adam on today. Black shirt. I'm, I'm down with you. We black, we black shirt brothers, man. I'm with you, him. man. I'm with you. Yeah. Actually, somebody from the text line reminded me of 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 my goof up and was like, "Uh, ain't Adam Adam character supposed to be on?" I'm like, "Uh, what time is it?" Oh yeah, we blew that deal. Thanks a yeah, lot, I Rico. I see how it is. I see how it is. All right, Rico. Listen, Rico. I can't believe Rico threw me under the bus. The first words come out of his mouth, Mister Character. By the way, VJ's the one who didn't. He forgot to call you. I'm just saying that I, I, I you know, black shirts. I, I'm, I think I'm gonna stick with them. No chicken sandwich for you. <laughs> yeah, move. stick with the black shirt. <laughs> okay, so he, your chicken sandwich is gone. Don't need to come down here, Thickless. I'm telling Taylor to lock the doors. <laughs> Big fella, talk to me. What you, what's on your mind today, man? It's it's, it's Wednesday. Uh, two days in the wake up, we'll be playing Georgia Southern, a really good Georgia Southern football team. But if you want to recap North Dakota, please do that, and then. However you want to take it, you take it, we'll run with it. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm sure you guys have chatted about North Dakota a ton at this point. So, I mean, in my opinion, just a brief recap, the first half was very ugly. And I even texted you, I believe at halftime, and I forget what I said. Something about it was ugly, and you responded. And then the second half, we kind of looked like we should have looked for four full quarters finally. So, who knows what that means going forward? Did we find a rhythm? Did we get some cohesion on the offensive you know coaching staff side of the ball did we not i don't know when it goes comes to georgia southern man i literally just recorded my prediction show and it'll go out tomorrow morning on thursday morning and i'm like i have no idea what's going to happen if anybody knows what's going to happen with this team i mean you're you're either full of crap or you need to help me invest my money one or the other like i don't know how anybody knows what's going to happen with this team but you know i mean for me 
you know, I talked about having a pass rush up front because they threw the ball about 50 times last week, just under 50. So we got to get after the quarterback. Uh, we got to make sure the offensive staff is on the same page, find an identity, whatever that may be. And then, man, we're 0-2 in the turnover department. We're minus three this year. We have five turnovers. Our opponents have only turned the ball over twice. So we can't afford to keep doing that. Yeah, well, did you hear we tackled in practice? <laughs> That's the rumor going around, yes. <laughs> Is that a rumor? No, it was a rumor. I mean, the rumor was we were going to do it. You know, I wasn't at practice yesterday. That's the rumor they were going to do it. <laughs> See, we ain't convinced yet. You know how we'll know if they, if they tackled in practice? Because they'll be able to tackle a really good Georgia Southern team. I'm telling you, this team is as talented as they come. Have you done any investigation on Georgia Southern? And what's your thoughts about them? Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, they put up a lot of points. Obviously, they played Murray State. But it's one of those games where if we found a little bit of rhythm in the second half in North Dakota, hopefully it carries over into this game. And this game isn't, isn't closer than, you know, three, four touchdowns. If we didn't, and we underestimate Georgia Southern, like you said, they're a good team. They can put up points. Clay Helton, the former USC head coach, is there. Um, their quarterback played it at Lincoln uh, against us in Lincoln last year when he played with Buffalo, and he did some things against us. So they're a team that could be very, very interesting if the Huskers do not come out and play well. How about the mouthpiece is still hanging? Is that the look? <laughs> I, well, I'm seeing it across college football, though. Um, defensive backs, for whatever – I don't know where this is coming from, but I see it across the country. You see mouthpieces hanging from defensive backs. So, I don't know. Is that – is it supposed – like, I remember when I was growing up, like, visor. Having a visor was, like, a cool look, and everybody wanted the visor. You know, by the time I got to college, you had to have – you know, a doctor's prescription or whatever to get the visor. Is that like the new thing that looks cool to everybody? I, I don't know. Yeah, well, it looks dumb. Well, <laughs> well I agree. And you, and, you don't even, and you don't hit hard with that mouthpiece hanging out. I, it, anybody that tells me they hit harder with without a mouthpiece, I'm telling you, they are lying and they full of it. It's, 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 I think it's probably hurting our tackling because the mouthpiece going up in their face before they hit. So, you know, <laughs> they need to put it in their mouth. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, so so when you look at this team, one and one, it's a night game. Um, what's some of your keys to, to winning this thing? Yeah, that's kind of what I briefly went through was defensively, uh, we got to win the battle up front. And oddly enough, I actually, you know, my, my prediction show started with the run game. And I know they're going to pass the ball a ton. But if they can throw and run, and, and keep us off balance. We're in trouble. We got to shut down the run game and put them in obvious passing situations so that they're predictable. So it can be 10 times easier for our defense and we can let, you know, Caleb Tanner and O'Shawn, who got his first sack, and Garrett, who got his first sack, and let those guys get after the quarterback. We have a young secondary that's learning, okay? So for me, if we can control the line of scrimmage in the run game and get after the quarterback up front, it's going to help that secondary. Offensively, you know, they said all the right things after the game on Saturday as far as who called the plays, a lot of smart guys in the offensive coaching staff and things of that nature. For me, I hope they're on the same page. I do have my doubts, but they got to get on the same page so there's some cohesion 
before we can ever try to find some sort of an identity. Are we going to run with the quarterback? Are we not? Are we up-tempo? Are we not? What are we? I, I still don't know um, because it tends to kind of change. So they got to get on the same page, and then we got to win that turnover battle. We really do. If, if we're going to give them extra possessions with the capability of scoring that they have, it could be an interesting game. We cannot do that. Right. Does it matter? You know, they, they talked about who was calling plays, did blah, 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 take over. Did, how did this whole thing happen? The fact that we ran 11 straight times, I don't care who took over. Doesn't matter. Somebody smart in the room was like, uh, we should probably run the ball. Does that matter to you who, who made that decision? Um, if it was, it does a little bit, but it depends on why. If, I mean, let's be honest. When the score was tied at halftime, there were some people who were going to do reactions after the game that were starting to think about, man, I got to, I got to talk about Scott Frost being fired if we lose this game. And so if I'm Scott Frost and I'm looking at like, hey, if we lose this game, I'm done. So I'm going to call the plays. I'm going to go down swinging if we lose. And I, can, I, I can live with that and I have no problem with that. And actually, that's what anybody would do. But if it was simply, I don't like what you're calling, I'm just going to take over, um, that's a whole different ball of wax. We don't really know the answer to that. My, my sus- suspicion would be the first one, which is very reasonable, like, hey, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out swinging. So that wouldn't matter to me as much. But if they're just not on the same page, that matters to me more. Mm. That, that sidebar, was that the normal character live intro? That wasn't a normal one, was it? Character. You're talking about on Sunday night? No, when I bring you in, to, to that, that, that last time, the, the, the song that I, song, yeah. the Goldberg song, is that what I normally bring you into? Yeah, that's it. Dang, why did it sound different? I don't know. Maybe because we had Wingstop. Yeah. Hey, you, hey, 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 character, you had a chicken sandwich from Wingstop yet? I have, it's pretty good. Oh my goodness, listen, when you come to town, man, I got a $25 gift card for you and the fam to, to, to Wingstop, bro. Seriously. That sounds Get great. here. Yeah, man, they, they, they'll, they'll love to have you and the fam up here. Good people. Robert Taylor, oh. uh, Carl, and the boys are really good, good people. So, Buck, you got any qu- You never asked, you never oh. asked Big Character any questions. <laughs> he's okay. He, listen, he's a gentle giant now, okay? Okay. He won't do it. He won't push, push, pull you. He won't jerk you. He won't snatch your pads off and all that stuff. But get a question out there. I just want to know uh, how impressed you've been with Anthony Grant. I've, I've seen a lot of uh, uh, comparisons maybe to past Husker greats. Maybe it's too early for that. But do you think that you've potentially got the next uh, next pretty pretty darn good Nebraska running back there? I, I think we do. I mean, you watch. I mean, we have not won the battle up front on either side of the ball. I mean, the line of scrimmage has belonged to the opponent for the most part. Now, in the fourth quarter on Saturday, it changed a little bit. But, I mean – Averaging over eight yards per carry on Saturday. He's got 200-plus yard rushing games. I mean, let's be honest. That's him. That's him finding the tiniest little crease on planet Earth, accelerating through it, and making plays on his own because there's not been a whole lot of big holes there. Uh, Again, it was better in the fourth quarter Saturday, but it's not like they were gaping. Gaping holes he had to run through. I think he has done a phenomenal job so far of making a, a lot out of not so much. Uh, so I, I think he's done a really good job so far. And, yeah, I mean, Divino Zigbo was the last back that sticks out to me. Before that, Amir Abdullah. So there's definitely – I mean, to me, he kind of reminds me of Amir uh, in a way. Um, but, yeah, he's done a great job. How do, you, how do you bring down the noise in that running back's room to – you know, because they've got a lot of guys that can play. 
right? How do you bring that noise down to get them to understand that it's a long season and it is the Big Ten, and guys are will will and may go down at some point? Can somebody explain something to me? And I, why do we have so many running backs? At one point this off season, we had seven guys on scholarship. I don't know what the current number is. Um, admittedly, during the summer, I took a little bit of a break, and I, I think we may have had someone transfer. Maybe I'm wrong. But we had seven guys on scholarship at one point. We have five guys on the depth chart. I mean, if you go to Husker depth chart and you look at all the positions, there is not another position that has five guys that go across your computer screen that are listed. <laughs> and I'm like, they're all very talented. They're all good players, but we don't have a two-back system, a three-back system. Why don't we take a couple of those scollies and why don't we put it to the big guys up front so we can have some holes for the guys who are getting the ball? So I, I'm not really answering the question that you asked, but that's the question I've had for a long time is why do we have so many freaking running backs? Let's get some more linemen and big guys up front. That's kind of my non-answer, sorry to your question, response, because that's what's been on my mind. No, awesome. Okay, big guy, we're going to switch it on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Ernest Hauser is probably going to make his second start this week. What what do you think of this young man? I think he's got a bright future. I think he did, you know, some good things on Saturday. I think, you know, there's some things he needs to learn from, but that's exactly what you'd expect from a young guy. So um, he's a guy I'll keep my eye on for sure. So he did some good things. I'm going to ask both of you guys this, you know, because you guys know scheme, you know defenses. But – and both of you guys are black shirts. But there was times in that game when uh, Caleb Tanner just seemed like he was either not comfortable in space, but there were some times where he was faking like he was going to go when all he had to do was go and he would have destroyed the quarterback. And instead he, he ran back in and got in pass coverage. I get that, but at what point do you become a football player and break off whatever you've learned and just go play football? Well, like you said, he was that was probably his drop zone. So, you know, you can't really just go out there and do what you want to do because you got to face the defensive coordinator. So, yeah, that's true. the thing is, he has to he has to, you know, be committed to either the run or the pass. So, that's my thing on it. um yeah, you just can't defy what the coaches call. You know, you but don't. why not blitz him from all over the place? Let's not use a guy who's a who's got a nose for the ball. He's got a hit stick. Why? I feel like we should use more of him to blitz from the middle, blitz from the C gap, blitz from the B gap, blitz from outside. He could be doing all that blitzing. Yeah, he he probably could, but you got to understand for the last three four years he's been down on the line, and it's, and it's you know and it's. You could teach him, but he's not going to be able to blitz it like you want it to because he's really just a off the line guy. You know, he's usually in a two point stance or just a three point stance, and he's coming off the line, so he really don't understand how to able to be able to hit it from a hole or a gap or hit it on the you know pick up the quarterback coordinates that, so he can time it right. Mm. Adam, yeah, I wanted Terrell to answer that first because uh, you know when a guy like me puts his hand in the dirt, I ain't I ain't covering nobody. Uh, Terrell's got more experience listening <laughs> and dropping and mixing it up. Um, every once in a while, I had to cover somebody or I had to do a peel blitz. I remember we were playing Oklahoma one year, and my peel blitz was based on the back. Well, that freaking running back was Adrian Peterson. And one time, we called the blitz in the game, and I'll be damned if that guy didn't go out for a flare-out. I'm like, oh, I can't keep up with this guy. So I just <laughs> gave him the biggest shove I could on planet Earth, hoped it would knock him off his route long enough for the quarterback to get rid of the ball, and luckily it did. So... 
Terrell has way more experience with that than me. My response would have been very similar, though. Like, hey, if he's quarter, the coordinator is telling you to drop, you better drop. If he tells you to go, you better go. As far as your question about moving them all around, dude, I agree with you. you got three different guys you can move all over the place. But I will tell you this, Terrell makes a fair point in the aspect of Caleb's used to having his hand on the ground, his hand in the dirt. Now all of a sudden he's standing up a lot more. So it's going to feel a little bit different to him. I remember my rookie year at the Rams. We had a spinner defense on third down. We had three D linemen. We had a bunch of DBs and linebackers that came in. And we would blitz from all over. And all of a sudden they had me standing up, moving all over and blitzing. And it was great in theory. I could not have felt more uncomfortable. I had never done anything like that in my life. And it literally lasted one week. And I had my hand back in the dirt and I was no longer the spinner guy moving all over the place. It just, it was not something that was going to work for me. So you kind of answered it, man. Sometimes you get you know, fish out of water, man, in that, in that situation. I tell you what, I like to see Javen Wright a little bit more as well, you know, to play that rover back, to, to, just to get a little bit of length, give those guys a spell. I want to see more of the talent that we have that's sitting on the, on the sideline, maybe getting the game a little bit more than we did. And, when you, and by doing that, you have to win in the beginning of the game. So that at the end, it can be an easy way out. Big fella, man, I appreciate you, man. You got any parting words for us before I let you go? Hey, man, I, I, I'm going to let our beef go. The fact that you forgot all about me. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to let it go so we can be friends again. All right? All right. And uh, I hope you have a great rest of the week. Hey, man, I, I appreciate that. And I promise you. Listen, <laughs> this week is – hey, let me tell you what happened to me before I let you go. Okay? So I go to Walmart, and I'm thinking – Terrell got me thinking. You know, the, the Mac – Stack, attack, whatever. So I take my butt to McDonald's thinking I'm getting ready to give me an extra Big Mac, (laughs) right? And I'm at the window like I want my Big Mac and I want my extra free Mac, you know. So I get around to the window. The guy at the front window, he's so smooth, he just take my money. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, well, don't forget the, the free Mac. I get to the window where the girls are that's handing out the food. She don't give me the free Mac. I'm like, hey, where's my free Mac? And she, she's looking at me like, what are you talking about? Like, she don't know anything about a free Mac. She goes and gets the manager. And I'm like, okay, where is my free Mac? And the girl says, that's on Monday. Today's Tuesday. <laughs> so my days, my days are completely off. I still felt like I needed a free Mac. But free, big fella, I appreciate you. Thanks as, as well. And, and hopefully – when we come back on Monday at 10:15, we'll be having a awesome show talking about all the great runs that Grant had. Dude, that would be phenomenal and typical old lineman tight end always thinking about food. So now I get it. I get it. <laughs> hey, that's Adam Character live as usual every Monday. We're going to bring them at 10:15. We're at Wingstop, 28th and Superior. All day from 10 to 1. Come try the brand new Wingstop chicken sandwich. Choose between any of our 12 flavors. The sandwich comes with two toasted buns and pickles. Sandwich is $5.49. Combo with a drink and fry is $7.99. That's it. Cheaper than McDonald's. Get over here and get a chicken sandwich. We're giving away $100 in gift cards today throughout the entire three hours. Uh, four $25 gift cards will be, will be given away. If you come down here now, tell the captain what the what the phrase that pays is, you got a $25 gift card. You heard it from me. It's the captain, 93.7 The Ticket.